Science, we got music. Put them together, let's use it. Wait, 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 wait. Let me be the substrate in your ear receptors. And let this not just be one endeavor. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get crunk on the science. Yeah, I pull the lever. And with the music, I just hope you say, dang it, clever, whatever. Bring it, master what matters. All the while, my life is scattered. You surge on it, general. I guess you're David Satcher. And you bet I got you when it comes down to the laughter. And whatever. As Emperor Cusco would say, I'm back, baby. You know who it is. It's Ralph from the South. I'm the host that does the most, and I need some toast because I'm just hot up here in Minnesota. How's everyone doing? Oh my gosh. First things first, I have to send thank you and love to my wonderful friends, Linnea Harris and Maram Asawi for taking over the Scientifically Sound during the past few episodes. It's so nice just to have friends that are willing to talk about their science with you and engage with you in terms of the music that I bring to the table, the science they bring to the table, and the connections that we can make from there. I hope you enjoyed them. It seemed like a lot of people were digging their vibe, so I definitely have to have them back again as we continue to explore different music connections and different scientific connections. Other announcement. Um, yeah, it's been a while, so I'm taking over today to give you a story. I can't wait to tell it to you. But first, a lot of things have happened. Um, I recently received um, a T32 fellowship, a pre-doctoral fellowship, which essentially will fund my research during my time at the University of Minnesota. So, and my fourth year now, but you know, later down the line, I'll be fifth year and hopefully I graduate, if not a sixth year, but I'll be funded for during that time. I'm excited, I'm happy. Um, if you're just now listening to this, we have just now passed Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth to everyone. We passed Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Shout out to my father, who I'm named after. I'm blessed to be your son. And also, I guess I never got to Mother's Day, so shout out to all the mothers as well. Um, I love my mom. Happy Mother's Day. Belated Mother's Day to you, as well as belated happy birthday. You're getting your gifts in the mail, and you will have your treat soon enough. I also want to give recognition to Black and Cancer. Um... Some of you may not know this, but I'm one of the co-directors for Cancer Awareness for Black and Cancer, which is an organization that just strengthens and connects us all in black excellence when it comes to cancer research and medicine. And we would, by this time this comes out, we would have just finished our National Black Family Cancer Awareness Week with the FDA. We participated in an initiative with the FDA helping us in this, you know, trying to raise awareness for cancer and I'm proud of all the people at Black and Cancer 
It was a wonderful thing to do. It was beautiful. We received so many notes of so much information that was gained from different people, from church mothers down to the children, to just even people that work in labs just like us. And we made new friends. So the word of the day is thankful. I'm so thankful that we were able to do that. But enough of that. How's everybody doing? It is now summer. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. It is as blue as it can be. Almost as Kumasi blue. It is as blue as me adding dappy stain to all my cells when I do IF. And it's kind of peaceful and kind of fun now because... The undergrads have gone away, and now the grad students and postdocs are here to play on campus. Oh my gosh, I love it when it's summer. It's so nice outside. You don't have to worry about people getting away and being crowded, at least on my campus. What is it like on your campus? I hope it's at least a little bit better for those who are doing research over the summer. This is also a side note. Yes, there are undergrads that are doing summer research. I just enjoy it when the campus is just open for all of us grad students to bike around, to go get Starbucks without lines, to get a bagel from Caribou from now and again. But speaking of research, today's story is going to focus on summer research, or what I like to call summer madness. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, yeah, whoa, hey. Let's ride all night, going in, all right. Yo, yo, yo. What I gotta say? Yeah. It's a summer madness. Killing them with gladness. You know how I do it. Showing them my passion. Yeah. Oh man. When it comes to summer and when it comes to me, no better song. Resembles riding around chilling, enjoying cookouts and summertime living. Then the song Summer Madness by Cool in the Gang, which is what you hear as least my rendition of it. So, just to give you some music history, Cool in the Gang was a band that formed in 1964. They're coming out of New Jersey. Shout out Jersey City. And it was actually formed by Robert Cool Bell and Ronald Bell. Side note, I hope one day we get the nickname Cool back. And it's with a K, of course. But nevertheless. And this band that they formed, they specialized mainly in jazz and soul and rock and pop, switching around all the time. Now, in 1974, 10 years after Cool in the Game formed, they dropped an album called Light of Worlds in a nice cut that was 
essentially played, which was full of sense, a nice bass line, just light drums and a couple of like chords here and there. It's called Summer Madness. And this song has been replayed over and over again every summer to the point it's been remixed and revitalized. I think a lot of people should know uh, the Fresh Prince of Us and DJ Jazzy Jeff's re-edition of Summertime. That's the one we always heard, at least driving around the city, at least in the afternoon. But with all that revitalization and even the basis of being smooth and kind of very chill music, I always wondered, what was the inspiration? Like, where'd they even get it from? And what I like to believe when it came to Cool and the Gang creating Summer Madness, they thought about me and they thought about us scientists going through research opportunities. For you see, I remember being an undergrad at Fermi University's chemistry department and starting my first research career just working in a lab like learning how to pipette like how do I make this buffer like having lab mates and reading papers and that all while it was very fun and later down the line I'm gonna bring my lab mates slash best friends on to talk with us and you know reminisce on those times I will say, it was maddening. It was madness, I say. Just madness. Now, like I said, I learned a lot during that summer research opportunity. And I did it literally three years before I would go to grad school. Other people, like one of my friends, Daniela, started when she just finished her freshman year researching. But there are some key things that you learn when you do summer research or summer internships that I want to leave with you. You learn that science does not get done on the first try. I am saying it for everybody. Science does not get done just one time. There are duplicates and even more duplicates and replicates. And it can be slow because maybe one duplicate didn't match the other duplicate that you did, so now you have to do another duplicate and replicate. It just gets confuzzled and then you start crying. But I think when you have those moments of when you're trying to get great data and have to do duplicates and replicates, you're building up the resilience. You're building up the understanding of what is good science and what is just trash science. You're also piquing your curiosity. So I mentioned reading papers and me and my best friends would literally go with our PI. Her name's Dr. Karen Buckmuller. And we would actually have discussions of just like research that we've read online, as well as just papers that she wants us to read, just to pique our minds a little bit of how we go about doing science, at least from years 2013 to 2017. And it helped because now that we're in independent grad school programs, we all have ideas of how we want our projects to go. And I honestly thank Dr. Karen Buckmuller for that. So we learned science can be slow. Sometimes it can be tedious. Sometimes 
you're just trying to get good science out the window. You're learning about what's out there in the world in terms of science. Just piquing your curiosity. I also learned how to communicate science. So, the one thing that, especially that we learned this past year, communicating the science to the community is a must. Not only just the scientific community that we're a part of, but also just to your mom and dad and friends. And that's something that I treasure to this day, that within summer research, though it was maddening, you pick up a lot of skills, and one of those skills is the communication side, where I got to present at conferences, and I got to present with to faculty, and got to present to just to my parents and my brother, just being able for them to understand my work that I get to do in undergrad and even now in graduate school. How about we take a break and be right back? Yeah. Hi, it's me, Ralph from the South, just coming in to give you the song of the sound for this episode. So this song actually came about because there's this album that just recently came out, at least a part of a group of albums called Music for the Movement. This is in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as just different changes and different um, initiatives that are being taken upon as we change the nation that we live in. And the song that I have chosen for the song of the sound this week is called Sun Kissed Child. It is by Kamasi Washington. Kamasi Washington is actually one of the famed tenor sax players. He actually formed the soundtrack to the documentary Becoming. That's right, everyone. The Becoming book by Michelle Obama. When it became a documentary, this guy scored it. And he's an amazing saxophonist. I actually got to see him in concert, at least for my birthday before the pandemic hit. It's a beautiful song talking about the possibilities or the world of possibilities within a child kissed by the sun um it's sung by his usual collaborators there's a band there's horns and solos it's so beautiful at least when he gets on his tenor sax as well as his main man on trombone i encourage you all to listen into this track the reason why i think it touched me a lot of the time was as a scientist while science does go slow and while different things are just colliding and seems like my summer and particularly just my career is in madness. I have to think about how families and how friends and my mom and dad and brother would see me in terms of the possibilities that I could make happen within the science world. I'm sure my mom and dad looked at me and they did not. They were just like, I wonder what he could be. And yet I'm still surprised every day. So Sunkissed Child, Kamasi Washington, Music for the Movement, Volume 3. Go check that out. And let's get back into the show. So I've given you kind of an overview of just like a couple of things I took away from my summer experience, but I've never really explained to you what I did in my summer experience. Like, yes, we read papers. Yes, we talked about science and there was experiments, but... What was key to me, you know? And I think back to, I think I brought up in this episode that Cool in the Gang Summer Madness was remixed um, by DJ Jazzy Jeff in the Fresh Prince into Summertime, which is just like a classic summer tune. And I hope everyone's playing it around this time. If not, definitely put it on your lab playlist. And if you're not in the lab, put it on your playlist and just ride out, regardless of what kind of car you got. Uh, And within this particular song, 
Will Smith, aka The Fresh Prince, kind of describes a day in the summer for him when he's growing up in Philadelphia. We had DJ Jazzy Jeff laying down the beat, and it kind of goes really well with terms of just like how things change as you grow up as well as with, at least for Will Smith, how the day goes, like there's different parts of the day and there's different things to do within those parts of the day that he goes through within summertime. And then I think the lyrics, at least for this, describes how everything went for me, especially when he throws it back to like how it's based in Cool in the Gang Summertime. He says, here it is, the groove slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm, just a little something to break the monotony of all the hardcore dance that has gotten to be. And I think it's kind of funny because I remember growing up in summertime and a lot of the time we would be doing you know go, some of us have summer jobs that we're doing right some of us has internships some of us just taking vacation but for me summer research was like the break of monotony for me because oh my goodness i never thought i would be staying on campus and like doing research that could invest into my career just to give you a general background what happens in summer research for me was a lot of a mentorship kind of experience it was very immersive kind of similar to the song just like Will Smith talks about going to the basketball courts, talks about getting a haircut, talks about getting like new shoes, riding out in his car. He talks about just hanging out with his friends and just enjoying stuff because school's out, so it works. And for me, the mentorship experience was also immersive, just being able, I made new friends. I've made like new understandings of science within the possibilities. So for me, summer research was wonderful and kind of similar to the song. What I did was actually um, focus in on how a certain drug could inhibit an interaction with DNA for protein. So just to give you the breakdown, there are these proteins or just these little molecules called high mobility group A proteins. And mind you, they like to bind to our DNA. So it's kind of like a relationship. They bind together, be like, get all snug in the crevices. But unfortunately, in different cancers, particularly breast cancer, this protein is upregulated and it binds to particular parts of DNA. It's called the minor groove. It's kind of like tightly packed in there, but it's able to bind and unravel kind of the framework of what can upregulate signaling in cancer. And so my undergrad PI, Karen Buckmuller, Actually, actually, we work together in terms of understanding, oh, if we give this particular drug called nitropsin, it can actually go in and bind in the same way as HMGA proteins and knock it off. There's different ways you can show it. And for us, we took a more biophysical approach and did calorimetry. Now, for all of you that don't know what that is, it's actually measuring the amount of heat given off or energy between a reaction that occurs when binding occurs. So if I gave you a hug, there's an amount of energy that just is given off. And same with molecules binding together. Now in particular with the calorimetry that I did, we did isothermal calorimetry. And the reason why we did that, at least, we would be in a titration type of setup. So little drops of Natropsin will drop into a solution that has DNA and it also has HMGA proteins bound to it. And we keep it at a certain temperature and start to measure how well it binds because as we add more natropsin, the amount of energy will change over time and overall, hopefully, 
by the time it gets to a point of saturation, no more energies is giving off because of the fact that natropsin has bound to every crevice of DNA that's in the solution. Now, we did it at different temperatures up to probably 30 degrees Celsius, which is very hot. But we also dropped it really low to 18 degrees Celsius. The reason being is that at different temperatures, when you're already setting up how these molecules are bound, molecules binding, at least their affinity to binding, can change as the temperature changes. So as we give another molecule like natropsin into the mix, that also changes, which is mind-boggling just because, you know, if we think about it physically and at least physiologically, I mean, our bodies kind of stay the same temperature and we don't want to heat up or like go down. But like if there are different changes that's stability in our body, at least for temperature, just subtle changes, um, molecules can work differently. And that's kind of interesting to me. It definitely also just plays a role in terms of my grad career now with pharmacology and understanding cellular biology when I add different drugs and seeing how different receptors work and different proteins. So yeah, I'm happy that I did it. Even though it was in a chemistry type setting, it set me up for what I'm doing now. I actually got to work with children. Well, they're not children, but I got to work with undergrads as they went through their quote unquote summer madness, going into research opportunities that were open for them. So the University of Minnesota, um, just like when I went to Furman, there's some type of science research opportunity. I know through the NSF at Furman, there was the REU or research experience for undergrads. And for us, we had life science summer research. So there were students that were coming from all around that would be doing summer research in a lab of some sort. Some may be more physiologically or cellular biology based. Others might be working with plants and others will be actually training to be more medical doctors. So they're getting more into a clinical mindset. And so they have to talk with doctors that are also um, medical researchers as well. And it's helpful for all of them just to be able to come and actually experience this because it builds upon their own knowledge, not only just from the faculty giving knowledge to them, but at least in my role as seminar coordinator, we had groups of students come together just to talk about their science and just discuss in the together. And I think that's something that you can build upon, especially as you go through your summer madness, is that everyone comes from a different standpoint. And because we come from different standpoints, we can reach out to one another and gain another perspective in order to add to our standpoint. So people that I study with within my cohort and even outside of my cohort year, some came from a biological um, studies. So like they studied biology or did some other thing. I have, we have actually a student that actually came from political science to do pharmacology studies. And even coming from him, understanding the laws that come behind drugs was so helpful. And just even taking into account, at least for me as a chemist, I'm able to discuss with other people for biology, um, at least how different drugs could work based on like the different groups that are attached. And that's kind of like building upon, a, we're building upon science, which is all the understanding that we have in terms of the knowledge within the world, whether it's natural, social, and just physical. Now, in addition to all of this, there are other summer research opportunities. And so for everyone listening, depending on what, I guess maybe a lot of you, maybe undergrads or even some grad students or even just 
looking into opportunities. There's different types of summer opportunities out there. For me, it was a lot of bench work and a lot of analysis and being able to work with my PI, and that's what I do now. But others, especially my friends that are in different institutions, they had different types of opportunities that may involve computational work. So if you're very mathematically minded or you're good with computers, there's a research opportunity for you there. And for other of my friends who are more outside with their research, so the geologists, those who are into uh, environmental biology or even evolutionary biology, you all even going outside is part of the lab as well. And those who are even the botanists, there's something out there for you. And I encourage all of you, depending on where you are within your career, to get involved with those type of research opportunities. There's even research volunteering opportunities at certain institutions as well that are available. Um, it's just how you find them. I know a lot of institutions across America, I don't know if it's across the world as well, are willing to take in just volunteers and just people who want to do research. I know at Furman, there were high schoolers that sometimes came and did research as well, just to give it a try. Because to be honest, these are the type of things that build your profile of how you're going to do sciences from now on. So for some of you, you may be interested in a lot of the climate changes and type of stuff. So there's internships about there where you can look into weather patterns. There's different things you can look into in terms of how like the cities and the different areas that you live in are changing. I know my little brother is going out for one and I mean, I'm excited for him because this will be the first research opportunity as he looks into what his career could even be like. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A lot of it was, you know, you getting to know me and then different opportunities and different types of knowledge that I have for you all. I encourage all of you to look into a summer research opportunity so you can have your own summer madness time. But I'm Ralph from the South, and this has been Scientifically Sound. If you enjoyed today's episode, I ask that you please share with your friends. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and where have you. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Scientifically Sound, all one word. Or you can even get on Twitter and follow us at the number four, the sci underscore sound. I encourage all of you to continue on in the summer. It's a beautiful day. Grab some coffee, grab some tea with a friend. Catch up on those papers that you're supposed to read maybe a couple of weeks ago. No one's judging. No one's judging. Well, maybe your faculty member's judging, but I'm not your faculty member. I'm just Ralph. Be blessed. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, you know who it is. It's your boy, Sigh in the morning. We have Listen. the boy once again. Kamasi Blue, hit him with it, Kamasi. I got sales to pass. Rinse them in PBS. Give sales drugs like I work at the CVS. What's the haps? I got heaps. H-E-P-E-S. It's funny you buffering. I guess you TBS. Like, you get it? Like, I gotta rinse my cells, you know, for like the cellular debris. You know, I don't I don't want trash in my you know, in my cell solution. And then I, like the next line, I, I like I do drug studies, so you know, you get drugs at the CVS, you know, that, that go hard. And then, you know, haps, you know what's happening and 
you know, I got heaps because that's like a buffer, you know, ha ha, H-E-P-E-S. And then this is the cold line. You ready? You ready? It's funny you buffer. And TBS is a channel that got funny shows, but it's also a buffer too. Yeah. Yeah. 